and welcome to Stirring the Pot Entertainment Stew's premiere pop culture podcast. I am your host, Asia, and today we have with us... Derek Emmanuel Jean-Baptiste, the first and the last. And... Sam. Well, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't keep it up. <laughs> hey, welcome to Stirring the Pot. It's us back again with yet another episode. Last week, the third season of Agretzko came out and it was devoured in our household post haste. And um, one afternoon, like one, like we, we sat through and watched it straight through. Done. And I really want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And boom. Uh, do I go first? You go first? That's a Star Wars quote. If you guys remember that from Star Wars The Force Awakens. I wouldn't have. It was a diversive movie, but. Uh... I didn't watch that. Thank you for that. So, yeah. So, um, honestly, I didn't care for it. Um... <laughs> wait, wait, pause. That's not what she said when, you, when she asked, like, how you felt about the season. Yes, I didn't like it. You said it wasn't my favorite. Sorry, that's I, very different than I didn't care for it. I, I'm sorry. The thing is, there's only three seasons, and if I didn't like it, you're fine. You're fine, Sam. Tell me. I want you to tell me the truth about how you feel about this season. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. I I, I don't like it. Um, did you want me to go into specifics of why I didn't like it? I do, I do. Derek, how did you feel? Just just real quick, just, let's bare bones this really quickly for a second before we dive into the details. How did you feel about it? Um, I didn't like it. It made me hate the show. Two things, two things. I enjoyed it. <laughs> and now that we know who's in the minority, Sam, please continue. Um, this season of Gretzko kind of like, Went in a very different direction, which is fine. We need to branch out of their, like, we need to branch out of, like, you know, the status quo. Um, however, yeah, it was just, like, very left field for me. I was expecting, like, yeah, it's going to be, like, the same old, like, let's go hate your job. Let's go, like, try to find something to, like, a hobby or something or tries to quit or something. You know, the things that got me into the show in the first place. Um, and it was not that. It was drastically different and scary. Oh, right. I should take this moment to say um, all the episodes came out at once. It's on Netflix. It's been like a week. Yeah, it's like uh, 12 minutes. We're going to. They're, they're like 24 to 26 minute episodes. Oh, are they? Yeah. Well, it's 10 episodes. <laughs> so uh, we're, this is not going to be a spoiler-free discussion because there's a lot of stuff I want to get into. That's just It's just spoilers. There's just going to be spoilers. So, so binge that real quick. and uh, bin- <laughs> Pause here. Binge that real quick. Get back to us. Or if you don't care about spoilers, and just chill. Go ham. Just hang out. Tell Vibe. Sam, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, it's cool, yo. Um, I didn't want to go into like too in depth because I didn't know if Derek also had similar things. I want to get Derek's general thoughts. We probably don't. Derek. Cool. Oh, uh, go for it. Yeah. So yeah, so I was just gonna say, um, there's a murderer in the season of Agretzko. 
Um, I don't appreciate that. There's murders in real life. I came into Hello Kitty's world expecting cute work antics, and then there's a murderer on the loose. That's not what I signed up for. <laughs> that was never what I signed up for. Sanrio tricked you with the cute animals? They tricked me. They lured me. They knew how to get me, and then they like did a bait and switch. Uh, oh, yeah. Agretzko's going to be in a... In a Idol, idol girl group this season. Don't you want that, Sam? You yeah, love that's cute things. That's you really love cute. cute girls. Get in here. Yeah, I'm taking the bait. I'm taking the bait. Yeah. Box cutter to the face. Derek. Um. Uh, general thoughts. Uh, amazing voice, like talent throughout the end season. Mm-hmm. Um, it had Pro ZD. Had Pro Shout out. In the in it, so like I thought I would love it. Um, the end of the season kept me pretty throughout the season. This season kind of encapsulates a lot of stuff that Gretzko the show does, and one of the things is that the constant need to go back to the status quo. Um, and I hate it. I hate that. I hate that she starts. She It's like she learns a few things throughout the season, but it feels like every season she learns the same thing. Just in a different way. Yeah. Should we just go ahead and outline what happens in the season? Yeah, go ahead. So basically it starts with, I feel like they do this a lot, but it starts with like the establishment of, I'm going to call it a fad. Because it feels like every season there's some fad to catch on to and we're introduced to it in like the first couple of episodes. Yeah. This season it was like having a side hustle. So Agretzko's living her life. She's, I don't know if she's sad. She's like spending all of her money on a VR like Otome game mm-hmm. on a virtual boyfriend. And she gets to work. She's spending all her money and she starts learning about everyone else making money through their side hustle. Mm-hmm. And basically the first, it's like the first couple episodes. First like two or three. Yeah, where it's just like things aren't going well for her. She's having money problems. She's not telling anyone. She's keeping it to herself. She's not telling Haida and Fenico. She's not talking to Gori and Oshimi. Oshimi. I always get her name. I I always mess up her name. Oshimi. Oshimi. I always want to put an O there. Anyways. Well, she may has to figure it out, but she rear ends this dude. The dude is just like, hey, let's not get insurance involved. Just pay me back. She was like, I'm having money problems. I can't pay you back. So she agrees to like kind of work for him pro bono to pay him back. And he ends up being the manager of an underground idol girl group. And it's a whole thing. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Stuff happens. She joins the idol girl group because they find out about her like screamo metal voice mm-hmm. thing and um she ends up really liking it she's a she keeps a secret she doesn't tell anyone this entire season has just been her like not telling anyone her problems mm-hmm. and then as she's like going further and further in this idol group and it's, she's like questioning what she wants from this experience and what she wants from her life in general and questioning like why she feels so like hesitant about this whole experience even though she's genuinely doing something that she enjoys performing and like doing the metal voice that she's been doing since day one except in front of a crowd and performing now um 
as the group grows in popularity because of Gretzko's like out of the box addition to it, there's clear resentment from one of the fans and this resentment starts creeping in and building and building and building in the lower episode, later episodes. Um, He's at the shows. Mm-hmm. He, we start seeing stalkery pictures of Agretzko going up on the uh, on an unofficial like Instagram for their girl group, and this all really culminates in this kind of super fan attacking Agretzko outside of her job. Yeah. Um, there, there's been a B plot with Haida this entire time and some girl. We'll talk about there, that. There, there's a lot. Haida ends up saving uh, Agretzko. There's, uh, Agretzko's understandably traumatized from these events. And as Derek says, the whole thing, I, I'm skipping over a lot of nuance, but the whole thing really does just end with her quitting the girl group and going back to like, the, the status nine, quo. The nine-to-five office job that for the past three seasons she said that she hasn't liked. And it seems like she's the only reason she does this is because she's so used to being the quote-unquote good girl. So she has to do this. The good, responsible, like... Yeah. And that gets brought up a lot this season. Mm-hmm. And so you think she's going to buck the trend and, like... Do her own thing. Or get out of her situation. Yeah. And like, I guess, I don't know if the show's just, like, trying to do a commentary. It's like, yeah, in life... A lot of times people don't escape the rat race. But she had an opportunity to. And yeah. it was so annoying. Yeah. It's like, I guess it's like, I understand that it's like in life, this is just like the common trend, but this is a show. Like, you can, like, having the same kind of like plot over and over and over again gets repetitive. And even though I like, I stated like, yeah, I like the, the what got me into Gretzko, Gretzko, is like why I stayed for so long. And the reason that this was like so drastically different was just like the tone change. But you can still have the same tone with different plot elements, I guess. I Because that tonal shift when the kind of, like, stalkery dude turns in, it gets dark. Yeah. It gets really dark. And the thing is, due to Gretzko's secretive nature and the way she... It doesn't really seem like she has any friends. Mm-hmm. Like, before, Sam pointed out to me to us while we were watching it, but she doesn't consider Fenico and Haida friends. And at first I was like, come on, Sam, they're friends. But then as the season goes on, it's kind of undeniable that she never really thought about them as friends. And even Gori and Washimi, Wish- mm-hmm. she doesn't really think of as friends. And even as she joins this girl group, she doesn't think of any of them as friends. So because she like feels like she has to be able to handle all of this stuff, she doesn't tell anyone about anything. And it's just like, it makes the tone shift worse, mm-hmm. I feel, because the only, like the saddest part, um, they're doing this, uh, the saddest part to me in the entire series, they're doing this, um, they're trying to sell CDs of their thing, and they know CDs don't sell nowadays, so they're including with the CDs tickets, and each ticket is like, 30 seconds or something? Yeah, 30 seconds of a handshake that you get with the girls. Oh, it was like five seconds. Is it five seconds? It, it's, it was something really small. Like 10 seconds or something? Yeah. And the super fan who's like been harboring this resentment towards Gretzko, I mean, Gretzko joining the girl group, bought like a ton of tickets worth... Like five like, minutes worth of tickets. Yeah, That's five like minutes worth of CDs, like dropped money 
to have like five minutes worth of handshake time with the Gretzko. And the scene was just so uncomfortable because he just starts going on this rant. And we have the uh, Japanese subtitles, but we were listening to the English one. We we go back and forth because San, because I, I prefer the Japanese, but everyone else in the house prefers the English. So we, we switched it back and forth. Mm-hmm. But anyways, the we were on the English one for it, and it was just like, Derek brought it up. It sounded like a criminal minds villain. I, I'm going to literally take a cat. I'm going to take a uh, sound recording of that part. Put it in this for you can know what we're talking about. It was bad. It was jarring. It was just so jarring from the way they talk in the rest of the series. And, it, like, I don't even wonder. I don't feel comfortable repeating some of the stuff he said to Agretzko. And it was just so jarring because Agretzko pretended to be fine afterwards. And the only moment that we get where she's not is when she's hanging out with, like, where they go to eat after their performances. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. And then she goes to the bathroom to wash her hands and she's starting to tear up and cry. And that's really the only moment Agretzko really gives herself. Mm-hmm. And that we get to see from her giving herself for like the rest of the series. So how do you guys feel? <laughs> so also I read that scene a slightly bit. I thought she like went at was like, hey, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And instead like, of going to the bathroom, it was like she just went to the sink. And it kind of like implied that she was there for like a long time trying to like wash the the guy's hands yeah. off of her yeah. hands. Yeah, that's how I figured it was. Where it's just like she said she had to go to the bathroom, but she was really just scrubbing yeah. off the and it, and the thing is, look at this art style. The art style is so cute in the show. And it's just like, to see that happen to one of the characters in it. Mm, it's just so sad. It took me out of it. It took me out of it. It made me really, really dislike this season. Like, the thing is, there's a bunch of other things I disliked. Just because, like, Haida was annoying. I hate Haida. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, ooh Haida is an entirely different, like, chunk of emotion for this season. Haida was annoying. I love Haida. And I I love Haida to death. It's because, okay, so they did that storyline where it was just like, oh, the person's in love with someone else and he's afraid to just like come out and say it. Wait, no, he wasn't afraid to come out and say it because he said it. He said it at the end of season one. Yeah, he said it at the end of season one and he said during the Christmas special and she like turned him down both times. And he's still obsessed with her. But there's this other girl, Inoue, 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 Really nice. And it's just um, common. I hate her character design, but she's a she grew on me. They hit it off immediately. The way she handled the season, I was like, okay, respect. But um, but Haida, he there was this woman that actually wanted to show him attention and it seemed like Haida wanted her, but it seemed like that was all just like a trick because it's like in his mind it's like, yeah, I should be going after this woman that's actually into me, but I'm still stuck on Retsko. Retsko. And like he tried to make it seem like he wasn't stuck on Retsko, but like Yeah. He was. Like everything like he, he kept on like sabotaging himself. It's like, you know, we wanted like he's like, Hey, I really like the same music as you. It's like, hey, I really like, I, I would like to see you like play bass because he plays bass guitar. Retsko didn't even know that he played bass guitar. She was like, Yeah, you play guitar, right? Teach me how to play guitar. I'm not gonna tell you why though, even though we've known each other for five years. Yeah, the whole thing, the whole, I feel like what's so infuriating about Haida's, like, subplot is that it starts with him getting to know this girl, and we think that he's gonna, like, give it a rest. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I'm team Haida, kind of, but like, dude, there's been no traction for three seasons. And this girl is genuinely interested in everything we just said. But the other thing is, they keep and continuously keep highlighting throughout the season how Haida doesn't really know anything about Gretzka. Yeah. They keep highlighting that. Like, he runs into Tadano and they're talking about a Gretzka, like Gretzko, but the thing is, I feel like Tadano knows Gretzko better yeah. than Tadano For sure. Yeah. Because one, they actually dated. And two, like, I feel like Tadano's just more observant yeah. about that sort of stuff. This is a side note, but why did why exactly did Sadano and Retzko break up? Because at the end of season two, they realized they wanted completely different things yeah. and that their values were in like yeah. kind of different places and that their end goal was so different that they couldn't really be happy in the direction the relationship was going together. Yeah. Because she wanted to have like a family. She still wanted to work. She still wanted to like... She wanted to get married, but mm-hmm. Tadano didn't want to get married. He didn't see the need to. He didn't... His whole thing is I'm building these AIs and these super advanced things so people don't actually have to work. Mm-hmm. Okay. And basically that. Sounds pretty good to me, but whatever. But whatever, whatever. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. And also, also, this is a quick side note too. Like in the second season, like Tadano was, was like, "Yeah, I want you to be able to like live your dreams. I want. I don't want you to be stuck at this dead end job just for the sake of it because you feel like you have to." And then in the third season, she like kind of like has like a side hustle and is just like wants to do something she's more passionate about. Yeah. And then it's like that's the whole reason they broke up in the first place, and it was just kind of annoying. It's like, yeah, I feel like if you're in a relationship and you both just one of you wants to get married one of you wants to have kids one of you isn't into it that doesn't work fundamentally but like another just like main reason that they were they broke up was because of that so i don't know that was I, my two cents i have i have thoughts about that but we will come back to that because i want to finish up the infuriating Haida subplot oh yeah Haida. because uh... okay so the entire time it's just like oh i don't really know gretzko i don't really know retzko i don't really know retzko what do you what do you like about Retzko, Haida? I thought she was good and kind and diligent and pretty boring. And then I saw her being sneaky and like... She was sneaking like water? She was like filling her water bottle with the company water tank and like... Bringing it home in her purse? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really it. And it's just like, I, I get the... I, I, I read romance games. I get the... I, I, I've been where it's just like this one little thing makes you realize the person has even more depth than you realize Mm -hmm. and it makes you intrigued by them you want to get to know them and you start noticing more and more and you start liking them but the thing is it wasn't quite treated like that with Haida it just all felt like really shallow yes which made the and it's like he kept acknowledging it he kept being like yeah I don't know Retsuko yeah I don't really know Retsuko yeah Retsuko won't let us get close to her we don't know Retsuko if we really want to know Retsuko we have to go behind Retsuko's back to actually find out stuff about her mm-hmm. like, it's not like he ever confronts her no mm-hmm. one ever confronts Retsuko about like being so secretive and needing help the only one who does is Washimi and she like we don't see Washimi for the second like after Shibi shows up unless she's talking to Gory we don't see her yeah anyways all this to say that that's why the culmination after like 
So the whole thing with the girl where Haida, Retzko asked for Haida for help with like bass practice because they had to learn use, uh, how to do instruments for their uh, girl group, for their girl group, whatever. And Haida had a date basically at his house with Nui. But double, he basically double books himself, not at the same time. But he has Retzko come over, then leave, and then Nui come over. Mm-hmm. And that whole thing where he basically like self-sabotages with the Nui. Yeah. Just to go back to liking Retzko. And then the dude tries to like stab Retzko and he saves Retzko. And he's clearly super worried about her. Normal, regular, fine. The problem I had was how they ended this season. Mm-hmm. Because Retzko is traumatized. Mm-hmm. She's running away from work, which we've seen her do before when she's like ha- gone through something. Mm-hmm. And she's just hiding out, cocooning herself, which we have seen her do before. At her parents' house this time. Yeah, at her parents' house this time. Because yeah, the soccer knows where she lives now. All her quote unquote friends, or like the people closest to her that we actually get to see, are worried about her. <laughs> Why do they? And they're like, oh, we gotta see Retzko. We gotta bring her out of this slump. Why do they send Haida to do it? Why do they send Haida to do it? I think it's Goro. Goro uh, was she? Gory. Yeah, they were there. Oh yeah, you're right. But they did like send Haida for like the one-on-one talk with her. Yeah. yeah, like everyone went, but whenever it was time to talk to her, they sent Haida to do it. Yeah, and he's like the least qualified. Was it because they matched a hundred percent on? I think so. the the dating profile. Yes. Yeah, which was a oh, dumb subplot. Yeah, Gory has like a subplot where she's like creating like a dating app. But it's like more advanced or whatever, and like Gretzko in like the be- in like the first episode was like a beta tester for it, and then yeah, Haida signed up and it's like yeah, we're one hundred percent. It's like how many people are on this app for you to get one hundred percent? Also, it's implied that um, Tadano. I feel like we're all over the place with the plot. The season was all over the place with the plot. The- I don't feel like the season was necessary. I felt that. I feel like for a 10-episode season, there's way too many subplots. You're right. That That is something I will give you. And so it's like, it's like the thing is... It wasn't the, as tight as some of the other seasons. It, it wasn't as tight. And you know the only reason they had these subplots? For they can get the ending they wanted. It's like they started at the ending and then wrote backwards. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do we need to get That makes here? sense. Because um, the whole thing of side hustles, Gory has a side hustle where she has a dating app. And she runs into Haida. Her and Haida run into each other for some reason. And then Haida runs into Giordano. And then one night they're all hanging out together. Why do I feel like we've all seen it? If you're here, you've seen it. If you haven't, watch it. So when Giordano got to Gory's app mm-hmm. and like uploaded a new and in new in no his thing into it. Oh, Ennio. Ennio, thank you. Inui and Ennio sound very close. Yeah, I so messed I... up. No, that was good. Thank you. I think there's this implication that he kind of rigged it. Yeah, because he's so determined. Like, because thing is, like, they like Tad- like Tadano and Haida went to a bar one night and they were talking about Retsuko. And he's like, "Wow, you really have it strong for Retsuko." Because even when we were dating, even like for five years, you've just been into her. Clearly, I feel like Tadano says he couldn't have Retsuko. He's just like, "Yeah, I want to make sure she's like has someone who's will care for her." And he rigged it. I'm like, the thing is, how do they get a hundred percent? How in the hell did they get a hundred percent? That's impossible. They have. He doesn't know nothing about this girl. I just. I love Tadano. I love. I love like, Tadano. Derek's right. There was a lot happening this season because Tadano showed up. One, I love you, Tadano. Two, what was he? He was just like there because he was getting being ramen. chill. Yeah. And like 
What was your point? What was your point this series? To be Haida's like technological wingman? I don't know. Anyways, at the end. The, uh, anyways, at the end. Mm-hmm. So he bur- like he's talking to her and he has like this match thing on his phone and it's just like, yeah, this is why. This is why I get to talk to you, basically. Mm-hmm. That's what it amounted to. Yeah, like we're He, he knocked on his parents' door and then instead of being like, hey, is, I'm here to see a uh, Retzko. He was so he like like sl- Puts his foot in the door. Also, like the it girl was, was almost killed. It so was like weirdly aggressive. Yeah. But um, yeah. So towards the end, he's Haida started hitting all the notes. I feel like you don't say to someone who was just traumatized. Yeah, because they like drag her out of the house. They uh, bring her to the karaoke room where she does all her venting, and he's like sitting there talking to her, and Gretzko's just like not into it. She is not here for this. She's mm-hmm. basically like, who the frick are you? Who do you think you are? What do you want from this? Yeah. I mean, it's all like, honestly, the face that she makes when he's like, I want to be your safe harbor. And she just is just like, disgusting. Yeah. Who are you? It's like, we don't know each other for you to even like, we're not even, we're not at this level. Base level, we're coworkers. And then he sung a song at her that like, it was just like, what do you call it? It was like antagonizing her mm-hmm. on purpose to get her to stand up for herself. But the thing is, that's a generous reading. <laughs> yeah, that's a very generous reading. That's like, because it's the only thing I could think of that would make it like those actions make sense. Because mm-hmm. like the word, the things he said to her was just like, oh, like you're afraid of the world now. You can't just let one thing like cause you to shut off in the world. I was like, you're gonna oh run God. away and hide yeah. like a coward. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I was almost killed. That man was going for the kill shot, Haida. He drew blood. Yeah, you had to you had to physically stop him, and you had to like have passerbyers hold him down. He, he had a box cutter. He already traumatized me by holding my hand and like insulting, just reaming me for like five minutes. And the thing is, no one stepped in. No one stepped in. Like so, that just happened for five minutes because the bit that we get to see is only a minute. Yeah. It's it's bad. Oh yeah, because he was just like. Four minutes left. It has. It was like, so uncomfortable. Yeah, because doesn't doesn't just end up leaving. Like he like does like for a minute, and then he just like no. Does no. he do it for no, four five minutes? Yeah. yeah. We we just like we skip that scene. No, they just uh they fast forward it. Yeah. Mm. It's just it gives you what the minute is, and then it just lets you extrapolate on that. Ew. All that to say, so he sings that song at her, and I mean somehow. It gets her out, like, she starts, like, she's, of course, fed up, and she starts singing, like, her metal voice back, and, like... She's just like, yeah, you're putting your feelings onto me. Yeah. We don't know each other. You're putting your feelings onto me. You're expecting a lot from me. Who do you think you are? Yeah. I just went through, like, all this stuff. You don't know me? She had, that, to, put, she had that, to put baby boy hide in place, because honestly... the thing is, it's like... It, it's. It feels like that whole scene of her, like quote unquote, standing up for herself, meant nothing. Right. Because she ended up just going back to work. She does that final performance with her girl group. She goes back to work, and the last scene we see is of her and Haida like walking together. And Haida's like, "Oh, do you want to get lunch?" And she, "Are you hungry?" And she's like, "Yeah, I am." Implying that they go and get lunch together, and she's letting people into her life. However, was this the way? Was this, like, it doesn't make, it does not calculate to me. It does not compute. 
It doesn't compute for me. It doesn't compute. I don't, Sam, make it make sense. Make it make sense. <laughs> I, I, so it's just like, it, it, this made me hate the show because Asia, because like we were talking about it as the show was ending and I, I came to the realization that nothing really changes in this show. Yeah. Which brings me, oh, I'm sorry, Derek. Oh. No, continue. Nothing really changes in this show, but it's a show that acts like things change. Because the thing is, um, what's a show that nothing really happens in? Um, the Simpsons. It's a show where everything goes back to normal at the end of every episode. Mm-hmm. But it's like Bob's Burgers as well. We're going to yeah. use Bob's Burgers because we actually watch that show. But Bob's Burgers, everything goes back to normal at the end mm-hmm. of the episode. And it's just like... That show can get away with it because it's built itself on, okay, this is just how this show works. Yeah. Agretzko, on the other hand, it it tries to be like, yeah, things have changed. We're learning. We're but it's just like, yeah. it's the same. She hits the same hurdles every season. And it's so annoying for me. Yeah. I feel like the big problem since season one that she's just been trying to like basically fill in every season since is... I feel like she has like this identity crisis, if that makes sense. And I think part of the reason that they, I feel like her one big defining character trait that she knows herself as and she defines herself through and others define her through is her responsibility and her diligence. Mm -hmm. So whenever she comes up across something that's hard, something that feels insurmountable to her, something that would, if she goes one way, would fundamentally have to change the way that she sees herself and others see her, she gets scared, she freezes, and she always doubles back down on being the good, responsible girl. And I feel like we see that a lot this season because every other one, it's been like, oh, I hate my job. Oh, I hate my boss. Oh, I want to get married. Oh, I want this and this. But it always comes back to kind of filling the hole of like Gretzko not really knowing what she wants because she doesn't really have a concrete idea of who she is. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes like this whole subplot with Haida even worse because... Haida doesn't know who she is. Her friends doesn't know who she is. And Agretzko doesn't know how, who she is. So how is some rando going to come up to you when you're in the middle of, like, identity crisis number three, the worst yet, and act like they know enough about you mm-hmm. to even want to be a safe harbor? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's how they keep coming back to the same status quo. But it makes it so unsatisfying because what season has ended well for her? What, like, when has she ever had a good ending? The only concrete thing that I can think got better for her is that the very first season, our first half was uh, director Tone being like super sexist and abusive towards her in the workplace. And he's less so. He doesn't do it as much, yeah. it seems like. If you've seen the first self, like, now, we've seen. Like, whenever they have, like, a talk. Do you mean, like, in just in the first season, or do you just mean, like, progressing? No, I just mean that's the only concrete thing that has definitely absolutely gotten better for her. Very true. Because a lot of things, it just goes back to what you said, with the status quo. And her, like, going back, like, she could have taken this risk and been, like, worked really hard to becoming an idol Mm -hmm. but the thing is she just realized when it came time to make that decision for herself one 
Because you know what? She did say that she would quit her job if it came down to it and be an idol. But then she got traumatized mm -hmm. and that dude attacked her and she just went right back to her job. But it's like, the thing is with the, with Retsuko, it feels like she says a lot of things that she would do if like the right circumstances were like where it puts on down to the line. And she never, she never does them. She never decides like leaving the job is a way to do because inherently it always comes back to that scene with her in school, mm -hmm. like her like growing up, where like they're always telling her parent, her mom, that she's like a good, diligent girl. She's a good girl. Yeah. And good girls work. They're uh, they take part in the rat race. They do their jobs. They get they keep their head down. Mm -hmm. But it's just like essentially that's not what she wants to do. But at the same time, whenever she comes, she butts up against something that would force her to do that. She remembers that this is the one defining character trait that she knows herself by, and she just squirrels back towards it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I feel like in the way they've done it, it's like I really What I do appreciate is that every season is different. Yeah. But let's not pretend it doesn't come down to the same thing and that we haven't, like, we haven't really solved anything. Not yet. Yeah. And considering they keep on, like, like, eventually people are going to catch on that you're just doing the same thing over and over and over again. So I don't know how long this could last. Yeah, what does that mean for, like, the forward seasons? And also, I I didn't dislike this season, but it be I liked it because of, like it felt like there were too many subplots would i have taken care of it the way they did not quite but i feel like a lot of things that they've been building up on they just came out and plainly said but then when they plainly said them i was like oh i wouldn't have uh, i wouldn't have uh, taken care of it like that <laughs> but um i guess i'm glad this is out on the table now i guess i'm glad we're acknowledging this but ooh. So I, I like Sam said, I feel like that really does leave the question of where does this leave us for future like seasons? Mm -hmm. And how do we feel good about the ending of this one? Yeah. Um, yeah, because this is going to affect her later. The thing is, you're I was I was thinking back on it, but you're right. Every season has kind of ended on like a, a downer note. It's a downer note. Yeah. What's season one's downer note? She couldn't get married, right? Yeah, because like her and her and Renosuke. Yeah, her up. and Renosuke broke up. I, I have took it really hard about Renosuke, but and like Haida got turned down. Whatever. Uh, it's like Haida, you didn't know this girl. Tadano, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> Tadano, uh, Tadano and her broke up at the end of season two. Um, I really appreciate that not every like like love story with her is like romance subplot is mm -hmm. the same. It feels like it tackles different stuff, but mm -hmm. it's, it's yeah. I'm not gonna say all that actually. But um in this one it's just like she gets attacked. Yeah. And that, that's another thing where it's just like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, she like she like yeah, Renoski wasn't a good fit, Tadana was in a good fit. Oh, Hayden is like crawling up in the race, kind of. Um, actually no. She gets traumatized by a murderer. It feels like she never has any she doesn't have any feelings for Haida. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel like she has any feelings for Haida. Like at all. Like even at the end it was just like, Oh, do you wanna you want to go? Are you hungry? Yeah, I'm hungry. It's not like it's a, a friend thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Team Haida this way. I'm Team Haida, but not this way. I don't like this. And also, this is a terrible way to have to have a Gretzko like to 
acknowledge that this is a, a flaw of hers, mm-hmm. her secretiveness. Yeah. I like I hate the way they handled it. How are you gonna? How is this a solution? How is this like at all gonna make her less secret? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. Make it make sense. I feel like, it would make, I feel like if, if anything, it would make you double down and like someone like was stalking you. I feel like that would make me a lot more paranoid and make me a lot less like trusting trusting i know we've been saying this over and over but i hate the solution they gave us there's no depth there's no end to the depth of my dislike for the way they handled that we spent so much time like building it up why did we get there why, also, why is that where we did she off? ever actually feel better because the thing is we don't get a nearly enough from like a Gret- from retzko's perspective mm-hmm. so is she just pretending again yeah because she's right. good at pretending she is that's a good point yeah this one was very Hyda centric season because mm-hmm. like i i almost wonder if like the fourth season is going to be her and Hyda eventually dating because the thing is his simp his simba is not going to stop chasing after her Never. and the thing is we've seen her in the past just accept things yeah for sure. And then, like, would it lead to season four with her getting, like, engaged to Haida? And that's the bummer ending oh because then God. we find out what happens. And I then, don't want that. And then season five is her finally being like, oh, I don't like you like that. And then her breaking up with Haida. And then that's the bummer ending of season five. Well, okay. do you write the show? <laughs> I got to say, uh, I just, I feel like we're... I'm at the point where I'm just going to start repeating myself. Asia, I thought you liked this season. You complained about it half the time. Yeah, but that's just the way I am. <laughs> what, it, what For season four, what's what you wish would happen and what's what you think would happen? Um, I'm, I'm going to go first if people don't mind. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Um, I wish that she finally leaves that job. Because I think that is, throughout the seasons, that's been shown as a source of, you don't actually want to do this. Like, a part of me wishes that she left that job and joined the... Isle Girl? The no, cat girl? Yeah, the cat girls thing. I feel like she would have been happier with that. I, um, I thought the only reason she did it was because... It fell through. It fell through, and also she's not... Like, it's not enough to, like, make profit off of. It's still in, like, the up-and-coming, like... We're still kind of in the negatives. We're kind of building up that rapport before we... That's actually the only reason she didn't quit her job yet. Um, that don't mean to cut you off. Um, something that's probably going to happen. I think she's just going to get with Haida next season. I'm actually going to get with Haida next season. And then it's going to be like Finico on the side being like, do you actually want this? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. He's always been there for me. And then it'll do, I, and then it'll do like the things where it's like back. he like saved her life, and it's just like, and I know Hyde is not going to use that against her, but I feel like in Retzko's own mind, that's just a thing that's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, he was always there for me. Mm-hmm. He was there for me on Christmas. He was there when he taught me how to play the bass. He was there when he like uh, saved my life. And in her head, that's going to be enough to. Um, she was also there. She was also there when her and Dodano like had that fight. The... You're right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something, but you guys gotta promise me we're not gonna stick on this and that we're just gonna have it a drop in the ocean. Um, is Haida a borderline Ted Mosby nice guy? I, I mean, yes. Okay, drop in the ocean. Let's. I'm, I'm just. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Tidy you. Border. I, I'm <laughs> borderline. You're you're towing it. You're towing it, bro. For me. 
Sam, thoughts, emotions. What you wish would happen, what you think is going to happen. Um, I also wish you would just quit that job. I wish you would quit that job and, like, I don't know. I, I really hope that she, like, builds a better friendship with her coworkers. Like... If, like, before she quits, like, she's like, yeah, we're actually friends now. We've been together, we've been working in the same place for five years. I want to at least, like, hang out with you, like, on the weekends and stuff. They don't do that. They just drink together. Um, she doesn't drink with them. She doesn't drink with them anymore. Um, no, that's, like, she never drunk she with them. She never drunk with them? Mm-mm. Oh. Haida and Finico drunk together, they, but they always invited her, but she never went with them. Oh. But, yeah, I wanted to quit that job. That's, like, my main thing. I just wanted to quit that job. But, like, what Derek says just makes a lot of sense, that she would just settle for Haida, and then she would just have a lot of, like, reserves about it. She's like, yeah, me and Haida, like, we're friends. We would, like, get along. Da, 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 da. I'll make peace with it. Because I feel like, ultimately, she does, like, want to have kids, and, like, Haida's really reliable and also has the same kind of characters that Retsuko has. Responsible, caring, diligent, etc. He's good at his job. They both make the same, so you know she wouldn't be in, like, debt every other month where she goes crazy for like a VR boyfriend or whatever. God. But yeah. I, I think that's like, like Derek said that in the in the world. I'm like, no, that makes sense. That's pretty spot on. So that's what you think is going to happen, Team yeah. Derek? Um, what I want to happen is, man, what I want to happen is like backlash for this this last season ending the way it did, I mm-hmm. want some sort of just like breakdown or blow up to happen so we can get some catharsis because I don't count whatever that was. And then I want us to move on. Um, I don't, the thing is she's been clinging to that job so I don't necessarily want her to quit it because she said before that she genuinely enjoys what she does and it seems like it's a good company. It's just like the people around her. And I, I feel like Agretzko's biggest problem is with herself. Mm-hmm. So I want like that cath- like blow up to lead to like an actual catharsis and maybe not like leaps and bounds of growth, but at least like a little bit more of a concrete like her feeling more secure within herself. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. And um, I'd prefer if they didn't date, but I want her to have a friend. One friend. Give this girl some friends. I just want her to have a friend. I don't care if it's from work. I don't care if you have to make a new character. Just get this bit some friends. And it's like funny that the only person she considers a friend is someone she like knew in high school. She's 25. Does she consider her a friend? Because she didn't talk to her about any of this. The, the, the creator of the show said that she considers her a friend. Bro. And she's, she's unreliable. Yeah. Anyway. That's why that's why a lot of her flashbacks this season was still like referencing she, that that catwoman that's never there. That's so Were funny. there catwoman flashbacks? I don't remember any of them. There were catwoman flashbacks. Where the catwoman would be like, Yeah, you don't know yourself, Retsko. I legitimately oh yeah i think i remember that. that it was like during like their whole god i'll i'll have to play back the clip i'd like i believe you that's there i just legitimately literally the, the only reason i remember that blank. cat woman is because of that flashback because because <laughs> at the same time they were doing like the tadana like hey let's go da, 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 da. oh the cat girl no, 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 it's no, fine no, it's no. fine we'll, we'll play back the clip later anyways um 
What I think is gonna happen is that, uh, I feel like it's gonna get worse before it gets better and that we'll find some new distraction. They'll introduce the fad of the season. Gretzko will tie into it. There will be some issue. Um, most likely her trying to open up to like the people around her. And like the way it's going, it's probably gonna be about Haida. I don't, I, I legit, I hope so much that they don't actually start dating and they haven't, she, like she hasn't given in yet. I really, I just, no. No, no. It's, you know it's gonna. You know. No, no. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna rebel. You know the fact. She's gonna oh. start dating someone else, and Haida's gonna start feeling resentful. Boom. That's my, that's my. Uh, she's gonna start doing something else, and Haida's gonna start feeling resentful, and that's mine. You know what's funny? Last season, when like that came out, I was like, wow. I hope the next season Haida like finds some girl who like actually cares for him. Mm -hmm. And they actually, like, he actually moves on from Retzko, which I was really excited about this season because they were like hinting at in the trailers. And he just went right back to her. Um, There's... I, I can guess the fad for next season. What's the oh, fad? what's the fad? It's going to be COVID-19. Please don't do this. No, it's the thing is, literally, every I feel like every show is going to have to tackle it. There, you can't have a global pandemic without like... Pop culture, like having their take on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's been working from home. She's gonna get like a lot more depressed because she's just been home all the time. She doesn't have any friends. friends. Whoa! And we're gonna have to deal with that. You know what? Let, let's end it there. <laughs> <laughs> let's end it there. I don't have to go down that wormhole. So, this has been Derek, Sam, and me, Asia. Thank you for tuning in to Stirring the Pot, and I hope that we see you guys next time. Peace. Bye. Bye.